Welcome to the Be Your Own Badass podcast, a show dedicated to helping overwhelmed women stop people-pleasing and learn how to live their life guilt-free for putting themselves first. I'm your host, Sarah Catherine, and it's time to live a life on your terms. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be Your Own Badass podcast. This is Sarah, your self-discovery coach and host and author here with another Q&A episode. So if you are new here, welcome. What we do once a month is we answer your questions in a Q&A episode. People submit them either on my website, through my Instagram DMs, at Coach Sarah Catherine, or simply it's something that has been brought up by past clients and students, something that is commonly seen that I feel like would you would benefit from listening to the answers and explaining it and going into detail. So Today's Q&A episode is dedicated to, this wasn't necessarily one that was sent to me directly, it's one that I've been seeing commonly within the self-discovery and personal growth space. It's the question of, is there a secret to being happy and content with your life? And really, there are two parts to this. First, I want to point out that I don't personally strive for happiness as the end goal for life because happiness is an emotion and it can come and go and that's completely normal and it should actually be like that. Like happiness is not something that's going to be consistent for you your entire life and I don't want you to, it's of course always good to be happy and have those emotions and those experiences that make you happy but, and you would have naturally would want something, a life that has more happiness in it rather than the opposite. But the reason why I don't usually condone having happiness as the end goal, like a happy life, I just want to be happy. Because in those moments that you're not happy, and maybe you're sad or you're anxious or you're bored, or just, you know, the full spectrum of emotions that you can have, you might be feeling down on yourself. You might be hard on yourself. You might be super self-critical because you're not feeling happy and so you're not hitting your goals with this unattainable, consistent happiness. So that is just something first to keep in mind and that's why I kind of tacked on contentment with this question because personally, my definition of a good life, if you want to redefine happiness or the goal that I recommend having or just one that I personally have is contentment. And that's just, you know, feeling like everything is aligned. It feels good. It feels calm. There's a peace to it. And there's a confidence to it. You feel also you can feel empowered. And of course, feeling confident and empowered might not be quite as content, but like I'd be content if that's how I felt. (laughs) If I feel confident in myself, when I feel confident and empowered in myself. And so they all kind of tie together in that way. And that's why I, that's my definition of a, of a content life. And it sounds like a good life. You know, there's, there's going to be ups and downs, no matter what you experience no matter what journey you go towards no matter what goals you strive for there are going to be low moments 
and there's going to be high moments. And what matters is how you learn how to respond in ways that work best for you because you have learned you have learned to identify what works best for you because you know yourself that well. And that's what the entire journey of self-discovery is for. It's, it's getting to know yourself on a deep level to the point of knowing what you want, how to respond in certain situations, how to make decisions for yourself, what goals to follow. Like all of those things come from this foundation of self-discovery. And when you're not listening to other people's opinions, you're not following expectations that were set from other people, you're not acting out of fear, you're not acting out of what you think you quote should be doing, you're doing what you know is right for you. And the only way that you can do that is through self-discovery, through this understanding. And that's everything that I teach in in this podcast and in all the episodes that I've done, they're all applicable to that process in order to help get you to a content life where you are connected and calm and at peace and you just, you know, life's good, you know, and and you know how to respond in those negative situations. You know that the tides will turn at some point. You're resilient and you give yourself grace. So those are all of the things that I would define and everyone's definition is different. I'm not saying this needs to be yours, but these are different pieces that you can take as part of your self-discovery journey to to learn what you want because that's really important too like what do you want that's that's actually a very core foundation of what I teach and, and what I try and have my clients learn is is this inner knowing of you're on the right path because you know what you want and you know what feels right for you so with that being said back to the original question is there a secret to feeling content and just for for the sake of this question is there a secret to being happy and content in life so to address that question specifically and for those of you who are new listeners I don't necessarily script these I made a couple of bullets on this one and I don't really script my episodes in general I have maybe on the solo episodes or you know I guess I script the activity ones a little bit more just because they are an actual activity that I pull from my books or pull related to my books so I write them out to make sure they're you know said (laughs) quite properly but this is kind of off the top of my head and that's why I might ramble a little bit and go off into tangents but it's just authentically me and this is my response as if you and I are having a conversation as if you had asked this question as well so again I don't know if there's really a secret or a blanket statement that applies to everyone because like I said every person is different every person has different wants different needs so the secret to being happy and content in life is going to look different for every single person no person's the same so what I might think is the secret is could look different for you however it really ultimately comes down to trusting yourself and following your intuition it's exactly what I was saying before it's just that inner knowing that you are following what feels good for you If you don't, if you're not doing this, so what I would say is a sign that you're not following these goals because you might be like, oh, Sarah, okay, I get it. But how do I know if I'm doing that or not? How do I know if I am following my, I, I don't, I just genuinely don't know. I'm so new to all of this or I'm not used to trusting my gut 
I don't, I've had anxiety in the past. I don't understand where to even go from here. I'm very self-critical. Like some of these things might be going in your head right now about this inner knowing and trusting yourself. And what I can tell you is that a sign that, and I'm going to go into this in a future episode, actually this month is one of those signs is that you're likely compromising your values So something just doesn't feel good because you're likely compromising your values. Now, if you go back to August self-discovery activity episode, it'll be linked in the show notes. I started off this season of the podcast with with these self-discovery activities, specifically with the values, because if you're compromising your values, you are immediately not following your intuition. You're not trusting yourself. You are not going to create a life where you feel good about. And that's just because these are those common, not common, these are your core values. So these are the things you live, breathe, and believe. And they can be simple, like loving, taking care of people that you love or having integrity or something like that. But, and it could be different. Some people value money and that, you know, that's that's okay because they're their own unique person. What happens there is that when you are compromising your values, you're compromising what you actually want in your life and you're following what other people want from you instead. And I've gone through this myself, which is why I can honestly tell you I understand how that feels. So if you think you might be going through this kind of situation or you can relate to my experience, I'll just go into it a little bit. But back when I was in college. So if you learned, listened to my people-pleasing recovery journey and my story in general, which I'll link both of those episodes in the show notes if you'd like to learn about that more, I have had a, a, a history of people-pleasing, doing what everyone expected from me, and just always wanting to be the best at what I do constantly. And part of that fits into doing what other people expect from me and fitting society's expectations, fitting, honestly, also my very high expectations that were very unrealistic at the time. And my expectations were to meet other people's expectations. It was just a, this long loop. And it wasn't good because it lasted for a certain amount of time to the point of having a full on just like mental breakdown. And there's no real other way to explain that. That's how I felt. And some of my actions that led me to this. So this is just so I can give you a clear picture of what I've experienced and give you an example of what it's what not to do. (laughs) So if you want the secret to being happy and content, don't do this. Don't do what I did. And if you are finding yourself doing this, you are in the right place because you can recognize this and move forward from here. But I was doing what everyone expected from me. And in this case, it was with work. And sometimes with school, I would, you know, I joined some clubs because I knew that's, I thought that's what I should be doing. Uh, and, and clubs are more like business clubs because I went to school for marketing. So I joined the marketing association on campus and it was fine. It wasn't, it, it was fine. It was decent experience and interesting, but I did that because I thought I should do it because I saw other people who were very serious about their degrees and careers doing similar things in different majors. And then 
I also at work, so I was working at Disneyland part-time at this time. If you didn't know, I was in attractions in California Adventure, so not like the main park, but the other one (laughs) in California. And I was at some of the rides, and that was a job that it was great at the time, and it was great for school. And I started working my way up because that's just what I did. That's what I did in high school. I would, you know, and that's what I did on my basketball team in school. I would always keep working towards achievement. And you might think, those of you who are familiar with Enneagram might think I'm an Enneagram 3 because of all of the goal setting and achieving that I do. But nope, I am actually not. I am an Enneagram 1 plot twist. The big thing about this is with work, I was working my way up within the position. And I wasn't I didn't have a goal of becoming a manager or anything. That's, and, and within Disney, a lot of times you start, like say you're in attractions or something similar, you start as a regular ride operator and then you can get promoted to either trainer. Typically, you don't have to do it in this order, but typically you get promoted to trainer. Then you can get promoted to lead, which is like, you know, shift supervisor if you want to put that into other position like relative positions at other companies and then from there you can move out of your location and become a area manager and so on and so forth I had no interest in being an area manager at all and looking back I honestly didn't really want to be a lead either and it's not because I didn't think I could do it I just didn't really The job didn't sound fun to me. It didn't sound like something that really fit me. I I do like leading other people. And I mean, I just got promoted to director at my nine to five job. And I clearly (laughs) managing other people and being a leader in that way. But just with this particular job, you it was you were getting the guest complaints you were getting the worst of the worst you were the on point person if there was a down if the ride broke down and everything went to chaos if there was an emergency it, it just and then you had to make sure the everyone's rotations and breaks were going out on time with the system that Disney uses and stuff and I don't know it wasn't really my cup of tea because there was also a lot of politics that went into that so when it comes to Disney it's very 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 much who you know and managers really expect you to, for lack of a better term, kiss their butts. (laughs) They really do. And I knew I didn't want to do that. And I, it's, it just didn't feel right to me. That's not something that I want. And I also didn't, I knew this wasn't my like long-term goal. This wasn't my end all career. So I had done training and I had become a trainer and that was something I knew I liked doing. I loved training. I unfortunately didn't get to do much of it because when you got promoted to lead, you don't train anymore because they're going to prioritize people who are only trainers to take those training shifts. So I was doing all these things of what people expected from me. I got an internship right out of college and it was a really toxic job. And then I got into another full-time job, full-time marketing job. I did all the things I knew I should be doing. And I still like marketing, don't get me wrong. But it was just the wrong companies, the wrong people, um, wrong coworkers, wrong managers, like all of that. It just didn't fit me, but I just kept pushing myself to try and fit into these positions and, and these, I guess, cultures or something. But I had been doing what everyone else wanted from me so much that I started developing daily anxiety, morning panic attacks every day. Like, not, I didn't fully get diagnosed with depression, but I would just feel lost and hopeless. And I think it was just extreme anxiety at the time. So 
that is what doing what other people expected from me and not tuning into what I want and listening to my needs led me to. And I'm not saying you're going to get to that point because I had other factors happening in my life that I wasn't, I was ignoring that I knew I needed to fix. And it took going to therapy for me to feel better and learn what I needed to do and then really start on this self-discovery journey. And overall, it's just, it came down to self-discovery as what brought me my peace and contentment that I can happily say that I have now. And I definitely still go through ups and downs in my life. I have really stressful moments. I have new things I'm learning about myself all the time. I have, you know, other people in my life that go through hard things and I need to learn how to help them or learn my boundaries when it comes to work now that we are working from home. It's, there's so many different things that come along with life, you know, and balancing it all can be tough, but the more you get to know yourself, the more you can handle it. And I think personally, that is the secret. Self-discovery is a secret. And I know that probably is like, oh, Sarah, of course you're saying it, but no, please listen to me. Just think about it. The more you understand yourself, the more you are going to follow what you want. And the more you follow what you want, and the more you live with integrity and care and love for other people and gratitude, the more content you're going to be because you know you're doing the things that feel good for you. So if you're doing things that could feel good for you, I don't see that really leading you unless you know you're a criminal and murdering people feels good for you. But that's a whole other thing. We're not talking about the extremes here. (laughs) I'm talking about just, you know, your career path feels good. The people you're with feel good. You're surrounding yourself with people that light you up and don't drain you. You understand if you're an extrovert or an introvert. You understand that way you know, okay, you need time to, if if you're feeling drained, if you're an extrovert, you need to go talk to some people. If you're an introvert, you need some time alone. You know what type of self-care activities that you need to do in order to handle stressful situations or bouts of anxiety. You, like personally, I know if my mind is racing, I need to journal. I need to journal and not everyone can journal. That's not everyone's thing. So that's why it's so important that you go on this self-discovery journey to learn what you need. Because all of these different pieces, all of these different facets fall into that and it will just equip you with the skills and the tools and the plan that you need in order to live a life that you feel so, so good about and you're not going to regret any second of it. So that is my answer to that question. And so where do you go from here? Now that you know, you learn more about this. I mean, even if you did know this, you know some more details, learn about my situation. But the biggest takeaway I want you to have the next time, this is what I want you to do. The next time you make a decision, pause and take a moment and notice how you feel. Simply taking that second before you say yes or no, especially if you're a people pleaser, especially if you are just someone who always wants to make other people happy, or you want to do all of the things, I want you to pause and take a moment and notice how you feel. That's the first step. And then you can decide, does it feel good? Yes, great, do it. Does it not? Okay, let's think about this again. Let's see how we can approach this in a way that makes us feel good. So that first step and building that habit is going to take you just 
so many good places. It's going to take, it's just, life is going to be so good when you start doing this and you start tuning in with yourself. So that is ultimately everything I have for this question. I do want to quickly let you know an important announcement and I'll go into this in more detail in the future, but I am currently working on a membership community. Ooh, what's that, Sarah? (laughs) I am working on creating a membership community where it will be a low monthly fee to be a part of a community of other people who are going along their self-discovery journey, like-minded, powerful women who are looking to feel more confident, empowered, and content with their life, find clarity in what they want, start trusting those your intuition, making decisions for yourself. Literally everything that we talked about today is going to be filled with people who are having similar goals as you. And so something that I know is really important is having that community and being able to connect with other people that are like that are going through similar things so you can relate you can empathize you can support each other but also on top of that you're going to have access to my support my coaching on an ongoing basis for as little or as long as you need and it's going to have three different tiers with three different price points depending on where you are in your you can be as low as like I believe when we launch it's going to be seven I, I literally less than ten dollars when we launch for the lowest price plan and you'll get a private newsletter every month dedicated to giving you real actionable tips. So if you listen to this podcast, you read my blog, you follow me on Instagram, you're going to get even more help. You're going to need more assistance. It's going to be less than $10 a month. It's less than a Netflix subscription. <laughs> and it's and then on top of that, on the second level and beyond, you can get a Facebook group where you get access to all these people, live trainings, support, waitlist options, discounts on my products, like all of that stuff. So that is what's in the works right now. And by the time that this episode comes out, so we're going to be in mid-September, December 14th, I believe this is when this episode is coming out, I am still going to be putting together the the like beta round. So like the first few weeks are going to be with some an exclusive small group of five people that are going to be founding members and they get a discount where it's only $10 a month to join the middle tier. So you have Facebook access, live trainings, newsletters, discounts, all that stuff for just $10 a month. And currently at this time, still looking for two people. I have three people locked in, fantastic women, two more people for founding members, and you'll lock in the $10 rate for the life of your membership as long as you stay on the same tier and up until you cancel. And you'll be able to get an extra month of live training and personalized support with me. So if that is something that you are interested in, please send me a message at Coach Sarah Catherine on Instagram or send me an email. The link to email me will be in the show notes. Other than that, if you have a question that you would like submitted to be answered on a future episode, please go to sarahcatherine.com slash badass question. You'll submit it there. You can even submit an audio file if you'd like to be your odd, like you actually asking the question to be submitted and featured on the podcast. You can also be anonymous if you'd like. Just let me know in the message. And other than that, I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Be Your Own Badass podcast. Love this episode? Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Do you have a question that you'd like answered on the Be Your Own Badass podcast? Go to sarahcatherine.com slash badass question 
to submit your question, get featured on air, and receive specific advice to help you. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time.